dumbbell box step-ups, prescribed weight 5035. That was a lot of really heavy dumbbell box step-ups. But if I was someone that really wanted to move towards a 35-pound dumbbell or a male that wants to move to that 15-pound dumbbell, that's the perfect day to pick them up. And if I get six, then you got six with the 15-pound dumbbell that you've never done before. You know, that is a huge deal. Hey, everybody. It's Coach Charlie. Welcome or welcome back to the Building Better People podcast brought to you by BoomFit. Thanks for listening today. And at the end of this episode, please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast if you aren't already. But more importantly, I hope the following interview inspires you to take the next step in your fitness journey. Enjoy. Hey, Perrin. Hi, Charlie. Uh, Thank you for making time for this podcast. I'm really excited for you to share some wisdom with our members and our listeners um, so this is our coach's education. This is the second one that you've done. Your first one was a smashing success <laughs> with the pelvic floor. Yes. So if anybody didn't hear that, go back and I think February you we recorded it. Right. So what are we going to talk about today? So I want to hit on just kind of self-awareness, which I know is a very broad topic, but bringing it to the fitness world as far as self-awareness in the gym and how it impacts every workout that you do, but ultimately also how it impacts your overall fitness. Okay. So self-awareness in like my eating habits and my Um, workouts or. I think it can be all of those. I'm going to focus a little more on the workouts and I think it's, I think there's multiple layers to it. And I think the first one for me is kind of asking yourself, do I hold myself accountable to good reps? So here's one quick thought before you, or question before you go into this, what led you to pick this topic? Um, I think we have so many members with a lot of great goals who put in a lot of work, but I think sometimes changing how much we're putting, how much work work we're putting in and focusing more on the quality of the work we're putting in and refocusing our mindset, depending on our goal, depending on the workout may give us better results. Gotcha. So the hope is that people that are listening can reframe some of the things that they're hoping to accomplish. Yeah, and rethink yeah. and kind of take some of the questions or some of the examples and go, is that me? Mm. And create self-awareness. Yeah. And then so when I do come into a workout, how can I look at it differently? How can I approach it in a way that is going to positively yeah. impact my fitness? Cool. So what you were going to go into your... So the first one, you know, do I hold myself accountable to good reps? And I would say examples of that would be, you know... Am I getting below parallel on my squats? Am I fighting to get my chin over the bar in every pull-up? Or am I just going through the motions of squatting mm. and going through the motions of pull-ups? Because we all know if you really have to work at it, there's a reason that chin over the bar, that pull-up is a little bit harder. Yeah. It takes that little bit of extra strength. Like that wall ball for you to get below parallel, that wall ball just became harder, but that's the rep. That's where you're going to see the improvement. And I think understanding a coach cueing you on those things yes they're reminding you but they're also very nicely cueing you on the validity of your rep versus critiquing your technique and those are two different things so i could do a wall ball that is a great rep that if i'm competing at the bcs classic is gonna count as a rep because i went below parallel and i hit the target but maybe my knees caved in maybe i didn't keep my chest up so cueing those things are what are going to help you move better, help you feel better, prevent injury, et cetera. But no one's questioning, did I do a solid countable rep? So, so 
I agree with you. I'm going to challenge the, the, what you're saying, but know that I agree with you. And what you're saying <laughs> reminds me of what CrossFit teaches at their level one, which is virtuosity, mm-hmm. doing the commonly, uncommonly well. Yes. Right? Which, again, if we're talking about an air squat, it just means that I'm going to do the best air squat that I can do. Um, but I'm going to challenge you because I'm going to say, what if the member or the person who's doing the exercise and thinking of herself, why does it matter? Like, at the end of the day, if I hit that target or not, if I kettlebell swing as to the you know complete lockout position, if I get my chin over the bar, like, at the end of the day, I'm going home. I'm going to, you know, if I'm a student, I'm going to go to school. If I'm a parent, I'm going to tuck my kid at night. If I'm a, you know, a business owner, I'm going to go manage my business. If I went my chin over the bar, who cares? <laughs> and you know what? I think a lot of people feel that way. And I'm going to be honest, there's days I come in, I feel that same way. But I think part of it is the, probably the biggest piece is you want to move well and you want to move well with good quality so that a, you are getting stronger, you are getting better, but you also, you don't want to injure yourself. You don't want to stop movements short when that's not the way they're intended to be performed um, because you want to be the best version of you. And CrossFit is functional movement, right? It's functional movement. So it has a purpose in why we want you to sit your hips back before you, when you squat because that's the way you're going to sit down in your desk at work, you know, mm-hmm. in your chair, those, those things. So remembering that while you're not going to be busting out chin-ups at the office, there are still, you know, applications that are going to apply in other parts of life. And so you got to train that way. Well, and, and I'll add to that because I agree with that as well. It's how you do anything is how you do everything. Absolutely. And, you know, the, that is a reflection of whether you want to admit this or not, that is a representation of how you do your life. Yeah. And, you know, and, and so our desire is to live in integrity. Absolutely. That really is all of our desires. Like, I don't think anybody would ever, if asked, Hey, do you want to have integrity or not? They'd be like, Oh no, I really don't care. I'm okay without that. (laughs) Every person (laughs) wants to have integrity. And a lot of shame in our life comes from not living in integrity. So it's like, but cause everything is everything. So the reflection, the basically what you're doing, it's like planting seeds that are not good for you every day right. when you don't give it your all. Yeah. Now, does that mean you have to get your chin over the bar every time? Well, maybe it's like, maybe it's not necessarily getting your chin over the bar, but it's like, okay, I'm going to use the band to get my chin over the bar every time. I'm not going right. to do it without the band because when I don't do the band, I don't get my chin over the bar. Right. Or, you know, I'm not going to put on the heavy load today or the yeah. RX weight because I'm not going to do the movement right. So I'm going to do it lighter so I can do it right. Yeah, you know? and I think recognizing that every workout has an intended stimulus. And sometimes that stimulus can be dictated by the clock. Sometimes it can be dictated by the weights you're using, how fast you are, how efficient you are. There's a lot of things that are going to dictate what your stimulus is. But if every time you come in, your sole focus is just how fast can I get this workout done, are you missing other things because you're lacking self-awareness of how you move and why you need to move that way? So because you're just focused on this is how fast I is I, I, okay. Is is the correction self-awareness? Is it coaching? You know, coaches pointing that out. Is it humility? Like, 
You know, I, I feel like some people do this and they don't even know they do it. I think it's both. I think it's sometimes coaches see it, they correct it, they'll see a good rep, they move on, they come back, rep is back. Bad rep, bad reps returned. So absolutely it falls on coaches to keep telling them, keep telling them, keep telling them, recognizing that also today just may not be their day and they are not going to squat any lower and that's what you're going to get today because that's where they are and sometimes that's okay. Mm-hmm. But knowing, also wanting the member to know that I'm not just telling you to get below parallel because it makes me happy to hear it, but I want you to get the best workout possible. Even if you have the reps and they go below parallel, I'm I'm happier and you will feel better when it's all said and done. Yeah. Um, but I would say humility is part of it too. And that's where the self-awareness comes in is that they may not know. They genuinely may not know. And I think that's why this is good. Yeah. This is self-awareness for us as coaches and it's yeah. self-awareness for our athletes as well. So in that area, if I'm having an aha moment, wow, this is speaking to me. What do I do? I would ask yourself, it speak, it, you know, why is it speaking to you? Is it speaking to you because there's a very specific thing that popped in your mind? Because um, don't think if you, oh, well, parents told me to get below parallel on a squat. She's talking to me. Okay. Robert told me to get lower two weeks ago. It, it, that, you know, that's, that's not what it is. That's just a general example. But I think it is just when coaches are going over an intended stimulus of a workout, really try to hone in on that, on what that version of the workout would look for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and being okay, back to your humility point, being okay reducing some reps or be okay adding bands to get your chin over the bar. Um, you know, I think we have members that are perfectly fine scaling workouts and they're okay with that. And that's great because that's probably what they need. And that is going to be the best workout for them. But I think it brings me to my second point of, the second question to ask is, am I always staying within my comfort zone when scaling workouts? Mm. Do I always default to jumping pull-ups? Do I always default to knee push-ups or a lighter wall ball? Well, if your goal is to be stronger, your goal is to be fitter, to improve your fitness or still have a really good workout, but you never pick up the 35 pound dumbbells, you're never going to, you're never going to move a 35 pound dumbbell. So you know, like our, our box step up workout last week is a really good example of maybe it was the week before they all run together after <laughs> a while, but you know, it was, it was just box step ups every you know, three minutes for five sets, 20 box step ups, dumbbell box step ups, prescribed weight, 50, 35. That was a lot of really heavy dumbbell box step ups. But if I was someone that really wanted to move towards a 35 pound dumbbell or a male that wants to move to that 50 pound dumbbell, that's the perfect day to pick them up. And if I get six, then you got six with the 50 pound dumbbell that you've never done before. Mm. You know, that is a huge deal. But if you always look at the workout and go, well, I can't do the 35 pounds, so I'm just going to do 25. You're stuck in your comfort zone of the 25 pound dumbbell. You're already not RXing the workout. So why not go RX weights and reduce the reps versus RX reps by reducing the weight? Just change your mindset. If you always look at the run and go, well, yeah, instead of that mile, I'm going to do an 800. Go for the mile. So is this complacency? Um, I think it could be. I think sometimes it is. Um, I think sometimes it's it's fear-driven sometimes. Well, what if I get all the way out to that mile cone and I can't make it back, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I think it's... 
I think it's a few things, but I think the biggest part, and I, I, I read this quote and it says, your system is perfectly designed for the results you are getting. Hmm. So if you never adjust your system to move the needle in the direction you want your fitness to go, it, it's going to stay exactly on the trajectory that it is for your current, your current goal. So if you are comfortable, is it okay? I think sometimes it is okay. I think sometimes it's okay to be comfortable, but if I come in every day and I am never worried about anything I'm about to do in a workout, maybe you're not pushing yourself hard enough. Mm-hmm. And I think the days that it's okay are the days that you come in and your body is tired. You're maybe you're mentally tired. Maybe you don't have the ability to put the mental focus towards it today, but on the days that you do, every workout that's up there on the board every day more than likely there's something on there that is a weakness for you. Pretty rarely, unless it's a straight running day and you're, you know, Adam Falco or Cliff <laughs> or Rudy or one of those, you're something on the board is probably a weakness for you. So pick that and attack that. Attack that weakness instead of scale back the weakness and just really hone in and let let my strengths carry me through the workout. Yes. We already know you can run. Okay. Slow down the run so that you can save your energy and really focus on this. Yeah. And I think that's where people are also going to experience success. Yeah. And they're going to feel accomplished Mm -hmm. because you're not, if you're a great runner, you're not feeling super accomplished when you ran a mile in eight minutes. That's normal for you. Yeah. But if you ran it nine and nine, nine and a half, even though you know you can do it in eight and you crush that 50 pound dumbbell when you got inside because you just looked at it differently now you feel you different know, i think what you're also speaking to is you kind of like miss out on that opportunity to feel happy and proud of yourself yeah you know like um it's almost like a child like t- taking away their ability to feel like they won or they yeah. did something absolutely because you keep doing stuff for them mm-hmm. and we as adults like it's not necessarily like somebody else is doing something for you, but you're just not allowing yourself. Let's say, you know, handstand walking is a great example for me. Like I just was so defeated. I think it was 2018 in the open when they literally had handstand walking in the open. I'm like, Oh great. That means I'm going to have to learn how to handstand walk. (laughs) And I hated that, you know, cause I sucked at it. Yep. And sure enough, you know, over time and you know, uh, I wouldn't say a lot of practice, but just really following the programming and, but really with the new thought of like, okay, eventually I want to know how to do it. It came around and it felt so good. I remember telling Alicia, like after I handstand walked in a, in a, in a workout, I'm like, I actually could do it, you yeah. know? And, and that's a good feeling. You know, I think that's kind of that feeling that keeps us coming back to CrossFit is even for somebody who's been doing it 10 years, 15 years, you can still have those moments. Oh, yeah. You know, I think double-unders are a great example. The stimulus stimulus you get from a double-under is completely different from a single-under. Oh, Doesn't mean single-unders are a bad workout. And for some people, doing the single-unders is a huge win. Maybe they don't jump a lot. You know, maybe that is the stepping stone for them. But for people that always scale to single-unders who have the ability to do a few double-unders but never incorporate them in the workout, they're missing a completely different version of the workout. You don't have to do a hundred of them, yep. just, but just take whatever the time frame was the coach gave you or a rep scheme yes. and just work them. 
and you are going to slap yourself with that jump rope a thousand times. Yep. You're going to leave with all kinds of battle wounds, but it is the only way that you're going to get double unders because when you practice them on their own, they're completely different when you yeah. put them in a workout and the, the aftermath of double yeah. unders in a workout going to whatever movement is yes. next is completely different, but put them in there, keep putting them yeah. in there, keep doing it. And eventually you're going to start stringing together these double unders yeah. and you are going to feel accomplished and yes. you are going to feel good about it. And, and you should. Yes. And then when you, when they pop up again, you're not as fearful of them. Right. Because you've practiced them along the way. And some yeah. of it is, it is fear and it's okay to be intimidated, but just because you didn't do all the double unders in the workout doesn't mean that you failed. And I promise you, you do half the number of the double. You will still be really so, gassed and get a good workout. So is this, I mean, I'm asking obviously as a fellow coach, is it hard for you? Because like in some ways you, you can eyeball this, like you oh, yeah. can identify when people are doing that. Absolutely. And you know, we're not going to name any names, but how, you know, how do you handle that in, as a coach? Right. I think you do the best you can to make, just make suggestions. And I want athletes to know it's okay to come ask, Hey, I, I don't have double unders, but I, you know, I don't have enough. I can't do like, I think there's one tomorrow. It has like 1200 double unders. It's unbelievable. It's, it, it's so many double unders, but that's going to hurt a lot of people mm-hmm. in just by looking at it. But so many people are naturally going to go, well, I'll just do single unders. And so it's okay to come ask a coach, Hey, here's what I, here's what I'd like to do, or here's what I want to do. What do you think about that? And nine times out of 10, the coach is going to tell you to go for it. If you already think that you can do it or that you should do it, and it's it's a scaled version of something where you're still just going for a skill or something that's outside your comfort zone, it's pretty rare they're going to tell you no. Right. Because they want you to have that push. So knowing that it's okay to ask. Yeah. Is, and, and when the coaches are giving you those suggestions, it's because they know you can do a little you know, bit and more. That's, I mean, isn't that the truth about a lot of things, right? We just, and I think there's a little bit of humility in that a little bit of vulnerability absolutely and kind of just saying like you know raising your hand you yeah. know like in, in, as a child yeah. right in school like you know there's people that would never want to raise their hand because it brings attention to me yeah. it's like now uh you know i'm nervous but it's like that's really all it means is like and recognize that we already know and we already yeah. see it so <laughs> that's right oh i thought you know i asked. can tell you exactly who's gonna default to box step ups yes. as soon as the workout gets hard and the box yes. jumps get hard yes um you know i can tell you exactly who's gonna strip weight off the bar yeah. the second instead of and again it's okay to reduce the reps yeah. but don't always change the movement just because it's hard. Yes. And hold yourself yourself accountable to moving well. Yep. Um, and for every rep to be a good quality rep. And I, we we need the that that check as coaches too. Yeah. You know, I mean, we uh, we work out together, and you know, we we talk to each other. Hey, like here's the workout. And every time I look at one of these workouts, I'm like, well, that's that's cool in theory. I can't do that. Yeah. But what should I do? Here's what I was thinking. And sometimes. Brandon, Jacob, Robert, they'll look at me and go, no, you need to do way more weight than that. I'm like, what? So that's good because that's like self-application of what you're saying. Absolutely. It's us too. I mean, we we pushed jerk this morning and Brandon looked at me and said, you, you need to initiate more with your knees. And he said it with about that monotone too. <laughs> but, you know, but I was like, oh. So then Jacob, I was like, okay, try it again. Jacob got out his phone. He videoed. He was like, oh, yeah, yeah, here's... 
Okay, so then we did it again. And I didn't, not we're supposed to be adding weight, not even adding weight, doesn't matter. We're trying to fix something. I wasn't even aware I wasn't initiating with my knees. Yeah. Like in my mind, my heels are staying down. I was, you know, I'm, I'm yes. doing all the things, but I'm not doing all the things. Yeah. But if they don't, if they could have just let it go, yeah. but I'm not getting better. And no, I don't want to think I'm a bad push jerker. Right. I think I'm an okay push jerker. Yeah, no, that But makes... if I don't ever, if they don't ever, you know, step up and say it and I'm not open got, to accepting you it, gotta I'm be stuck coachable. right here. Absolutely. You know, you got to be coachable. Um, any other points along those lines or? I think that's about it. Okay, so wrapping this up in a bow pretty so people can package it. Um, number one, self-awareness. Let me kind of try to really assess like where I'm I don't want to make this sound so mean but where I'm not living in integrity like where am I not going all the way in proper movement like if we're just going to really point out the obvious like yeah is it locking out my arms is it squatting depth is it uh, intensity when needed you know and if that is where I'm at and you know accept challenge and feedback and don't allow myself to just accept you know this we'll call it this um complacent kind of uh spot in my fitness yeah right yeah is that accurate or, absolutely because you know? we have i mean honestly some of the best members ever that i could ever ask for yeah and so many of them have so many great goals and so many of them have worked so hard to reach some of those. And I've seen some really cool things and that's what makes coaching fun is when you see people reach those goals, but because, mm. because you get to see the process of them reaching those goals. Yeah. And I think the more that they will be open to letting you help them through that process the faster they see those results, but also they see the little victories along the way, which keep them their keep keep everything moving in the direction they want it to move. Because if you never see that little progress, because you're not again ch- changing the weights or attempting this skill or or whatever it may be, you can get defeated, and then it's easier to fall back into that comfort zone. And the 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 thing that is probably preventing anyone from even walking in the direction that we're talking about is pride. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and that exists. Like yeah, it's a very real thing. And I think, you know, we didn't talk about nutrition because we kind of asked that in the beginning, but this can totally be oh, unpacked in I nutrition. I mean, it's applicable to just about anything yes. in life. Um, but when it comes to overall fitness, absolutely. Nutrition yeah. too. And, you know, how disciplined am I? Am I hydrating for the upcoming workout you know what's in store for the next day um what am i what am i eating the day before what am i eating pre-workout post-workout you know what am i doing for my body that's going to also set me up for success outside of just this hour in here Aaron, awesome thank you for your time absolutely appreciate you so much welcome once again thanks for listening if you live in bryan college station we would love for you to come to our gym and start with one of our programs. If you're interested in more information about our services or a free trial, visit us at boomfitbcs.com. That's boomfitbcs.com.